Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. This episode we are learning about the year of 1975. I don't really have a name for this series so far, I basically just pick a year and we learn about events, births, deaths about that year. And, um, you know, the idea is like everything else, it's to learn something together and or possibly bore you to the point where you just prefer to go to sleep so it's uh, really a win-win as I always say 1975 was a common year starting on Wednesday of the Gregorian calendar the 1975th year of the common era CE and Anno Domini AD designations designations the 975th year of the second millennium, the 75th year of the 20th century, and the sixth year of the 1970s decade. It was also declared the International Women's Year by the United Nations and the European Architectural Heritage Year by the Council of Europe. And now we move on to January 1975. Let's learn about the stuff that happens. So undated, Altair 8800 is released, sparking the microcomputer revolution. Also, during some point in January, with no specific date, Volkswagen introduces the Golf, its new front-wheel drive economy car, in the U.S. and Canada as a Volkswagen Rabbit. Now, I'll be honest, I, I, ne I never, I've never really enjoyed or liked the name Golf for the vehicle, but between the option of Golf or Rabbit, I think I would drive a, a Golf. I mean, the Golf itself is a nice little car for what it does, and, and you know it's very sporty and all that, but it's just, it's always stuck out to me, because, you know, the rest of Volkswagen's lineup, you know, the Atlas, T1, the Jetta, you know, they're not, it's like if the rest of their lineup were called, you know, basketball or football or cricket, you know, or had names along those lines that I don't understand, but, yeah. Anyway, I've always found that it sticks out. But yeah, golf is better than rabbit. January 1st, Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham join Fleetwood Mac, one of my favorite bands from the 70s and 80s. Also on, on January 1st, Watergate scandal. John N. Mitchell, H.R. Halderman, Haldeman, and John Ehrlichman are found guilty of the Watergate cover-up. Also on a very busy day, January 1st, 1975, also on that exact same day, Malawi changes its capital city from Zomba to Lilongwe. The very next day, the federal rules of evidence are approved by the U.S. Congress. On that same day, Bangladesh revolutionary leader Siraj Sikdar is killed by police while in custody.
January 6, U.S. television debuts. So on January 6, 1975, game show Wheel of Fortune premieres on NBC, and AM America makes its television debut on ABC. 7th of January, OPEC agrees to raise crude oil prices by 10%. Following day, Ella Grasso becomes governor of Connecticut, the first female U.S. governor who does not succeed her husband. And on that same day, U.S. President Gerald Ford appoints Vice President Nelson Rockefeller to head a special commission looking into alleged domestic abuses by the CIA. January 15th, Alvor Agreement. Portugal announces that it will grant independence to Angola on November 11th. Same day, International Women's Year is launched in Britain by Princess Alexandra and Barbara Castle. Very same day, Steel Roller Coaster Space Mountain in Magic Kingdom opens at Walt Disney World in Florida, becoming one of the park's most popular attractions into the 21st century. January 18th, the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission is divided between the Energy Research and Development Administration and the Nuclear Regulatory Commission, partly in response to the 1973 oil crisis. January 20th, American talent agent Michael Ovitz founds the Creative Artist Agency. And I will be frank, I do not know who Michael Ovitz is, and I do not know what the Creative Artist Agency is, but apparently it's a big deal. January 24th, Jazzed Pete Jazzed? I'm just jazzed up, man. Jazz pianist Keith Jarrett plays his solo improvisation The Colne Concert at the Cologne Opera, which, recorded live, becomes the best-selling piano recording in history. January 26. Immaculata University defeats the University of Maryland 80-48 to in the first nationally televised women's basketball game in the United States. What a blowout. 80 to 48. It wasn't even close. And on January 29th, the Weather Underground Radical Student Group bombs the U.S. Department of State main office in Washington, D.C. Tumultuous end to January. We move on to February. On the 1st, the Intercontinental Broadcasting Corporation is launched in the Philippines. Three days later, the Haicheng earthquake, the first successfully predicted earthquake, um, causes quite a bit of damage. But it was uh, predicted in Haicheng, Liaoning, China. Very next day, Argentine President Isabelita Perón decrees Operativo Independencia, aiming to new neutralize or annihilate the, quote, subversive elements, end quote, in the province of Tucumán. Isabelita takes advantage to take a self-coup and assume extraordinary powers.
following day, a crucial by-election is held in Kankesanturai, Sri Lanka. Three days later, on the 9th, the Soyuz 17 crew, Georgi Grechko Alexei Gubarev, returns to Earth after one month aboard the Salyut 4 space station. February 11th. Margaret Thatcher defeats Edward Heath for the leadership of the opposition UK Conservative Party. Thatcher, 49, is Britain's first female leader of any political party. Uh, 13th February, a Turkish Federated State of North Cyprus is declared as an unsuccessful first step to international recognition of a Turkish Cypriot separatist state in Cyprus. I was not aware that there was uh, a Turkish Cypriot separatist movement in Cyprus at any point. That is certainly news to me. February 21st, Watergate scandal. Former U.S. Attorney General John Mitchell and former White House aide aides R.H. Haldeman and John Ehrlichman I'm not sure if I'm saying those names right. Are sentenced to between 30 months and 8 years in prison. Just go. We'll figure it out later when you get there, I guess. We'll talk about it. February 23rd. In response to the energy crisis, daylight saving time commences nearly two months early in the U.S. I have a big... I have some beef with daylight saving time. Because if you know me, you know that I lived in Canada for a uh, brief time. Uh, as a young adult. And what drove me crazy about daylight savings time, and look, if it has a practical purpose, you know, if it still has a practical purpose, I mean, then fine. But in, in, in Canada, it's like during summer, sun is up at like five or six, and then goes down at eight or nine. You know, long, long summer days. Then in winter... During daylight savings time, you crank the clock back an hour. And so now not only are the days shorter, but the days are really shorter because instead of the sun going down at around 6 or 7, now you're getting the sun going down around 5 or 6. So there will be times where, you know, you would, uh, you know, go to work, for example, at, you know, 8, let's say. And you, you basically haven't seen the sun yet. And then you leave at 6. And, you know, you've 5 or 6, you've pretty much already missed the sun. So I, I really dislike daylight saving time. Especially in a cold place where, you know, you have like seasonal... I forget what it's called, but it's like seasonal depression where, you know, the, the lack of sun, you know, gets you in a, in a down mood. You know, whenever I hear daylight saving time, it just reminds me of very short, very cold winter, winter uh, days. Anyway, I'll move on. February 28th, in Lome, Togo, the European Economic Community and 46 African, Caribbean, and Pacific countries signed a financial aid economic treaty, a financial and economic treaty, excuse me, known as the First Lome Convention. March 1st, 
Aston Villa win the Football League Cup at Wembley, beating Norwich City 1-0 in the final. Australian television switches to full-time color that exact same day. Three days later, on the 4th, Charlie Chaplin is knighted by Elizabeth II. And on that exact same day, a Canadian parliamentary committee is televised for the first time. How's it going? March 6th. Yes, March 6th. Algiers Accord. Iran and Iraq announce a settlement in their border dispute. March 8th. The UN proclaims International Women's Day. And on that exact same day, it is the first appearance of Davros in Doctor Who. The very next day, construction of the Trans-Alaska Pipeline system begins. March 10th, Vietnam War. North Vietnamese troops attack Ben Mi Thuot, Thuot, I don't know how to say that, South Vietnam on their way to capturing Saigon. On that exact same day, the Rocky Horror Show opens on Broadway in New York City, closed after three previews and 45 performances. On that exact same day, an extended portion of Sanyo Shinkansen between Okayama Station and Hakata Station opens, thus making Shinkansen reach the second island, Kyushu, Japan. March 11th, the leftist military government in Portugal defeats a rightist coup attempt. Two days later, on the 13th, Vietnam War, South Vietnam President Nguyen Van Thu, Thieu, I don't know how to say it, orders the Central Highlands evacuated. This turns into a, max, a mass exodus involving troops and civilians, apparently known as the Convoy of Tears. March 15th, in Brazil, Guanabara State merges into the state of Rio de Janeiro. The state's capital moves from the city of Niterói to the city of Rio de Janeiro. Next week, on the 22nd of March, Ding Adong by Teach In wins the 20th Eurovision Song Contest 1975 for the Netherlands. On the 27th, the South African government announces that it will consolidate the 113 separate homeland areas into 36. March 29th, Blow by Blow by Jeff Beck is released. It would become his most successful album in the U.S., reaching the top five and selling over one million copies. March 31st. In his final game on the sideline, John Wooden coaches UCLA to its 10th national championship in 12 seasons when the Bruins defeat Kentucky 92-85 in the title game at San Diego. What a way to cap off your career. April 5th, the Soviet manned space mission Soyuz 18A ends in failure during its ascent into orbit when a critical malfunction occurs in the second and third stages of the booster rocket during staging, resulting in the cosmonauts and their Soyuz spacecraft having to be ripped free from the vehicle. Both cosmonauts survive. April 9th, Asia's first professional basketball league, the Philippine Basketball Association, 
plays his first game at the Araneta Coliseum. April 17th, the, the Khmer Republic surrenders when the communist Khmer Rouge guerrilla forces capture Phnom Penh, ending the Cambodian Civil War with max evacuation of American troops and Cambodian civilians. April 19th, Nico Diedrichs becomes the fourth state president of South Africa. April 24th, six Red Army faction terrorists take over the West German embassy in Stockholm, take 11 hostages, and demand the release of the group's jailed members. Shortly after, they are captured by Swedish police. April 25th, Vietnam War. As North Vietnamese army forces close in on the South Vietnamese capital, Saigon, the Australian embassy is closed and evacuated, almost 10 years to the day since the first Australian troop commitment to South Vietnam. Very next day, Vietnam War, Operation Frequent Wind, Americans and their allies are evacuated from South Vietnam by helicopter. April 30th, the Vietnam War ends with the fall of Saigon. The Vietnam War concludes as communist forces from North Vietnam take Saigon, resulting in mass evacuation of the remaining American troops and South Vietnam civilians. As the capital is taken, South Vietnam surrenders unconditionally and is replaced with a temporary provisional government. May 1st, the Cold War between Cambodia and Vietnam begins, which eventually leads to the Cambodian-Vietnamese War. Two days later, West Ham United wins the FA Cup at Wembley, beating Fulham 2-0 in the final. Both goals are scored by Alan Taylor. West Ham legend Bobby Moore appears for Fulham. Two days later, on the 5th of May, Bush Gardens Williamsburg theme park opens in Virginia. May 16th, Sikkim accedes to India after a referendum and abolishes the Chogyal, its monarchy. On that same day, Junko Tabe from Japan becomes the first woman to reach the summit of Mount Everest. May 17th, Elton John's Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy becomes the first album to enter the U.S. Billboard 200 album chart at number one. May 25th, Bobby Unser wins the Indy 500 for a second time in a rain-shorted 174-lap, 700-kilometer or 430-mile race. And on that same day, the Golden State Warriors win the 1975 NBA Basketball Championship. May 27th, in the NHL, the Philadelphia Flyers defeat the Buffalo Sabres 2-0 in Game 6 of the Finals to claim their second straight Stanley Cup. And on May 28th, 15 West African countries signed the Treaty of Lagos, creating the economic community of West African states. And now we move on to June. On the 5th, 
This West Canal opens for the first time since the Six-Day War. And on the exact same day, the UK votes yes in a referendum to stay in the European community. June 9th, the Order of Australia is awarded for the first time. This is really riveting stuff, people. June 20th, Jaws is released in the theaters and becomes a popular summer hit, setting the standard for Hollywood blockbusters for years to come. July. You're going to love this one. Really hard-hitting stuff. July 1st, the Postmaster General's Department is disaggregated into the Australian Telecommunications Commission, trading as Telecom Australia, and the Australian Postal Commission trailing, trading as Australia Post. Good night. July 5th, Cape Verde gains independence after 500 years of Portuguese rule. very next day, the Comoros declares and is granted their independence from France. July 12th, Sao Tome and Principe declare independence from Portugal. Everyone's declaring independence from Portugal in 1975. April. Excuse me, August. August 11th. British Leland Motor Corporation comes under British government control. August 20th. Viking program. NASA launches the Viking 1 planetary probe towards Mars. August 25th, Bruce Springsteen's album, Born to Run, is released in the U.S. Now we are in September. September 9th, Riverfront Coliseum opens in Cincinnati. September 14th, Elizabeth Seton is canonized, becoming the first American Roman Catholic saint. September 16th, Papua New Guinea gains its independence from Australia. September 16th, Cape Verde, Mozambique, and Sao Tome and Principe join the United Nations. September 28th, the Spaghetti House Siege takes place in London. And it has a very interesting name, but I have never heard of the Spaghetti House Siege. October, October 1st, Thrilla in Manila. Muhammad Ali defeats Joe Frazier in a boxing match in Manila, Philippines. The Thrilla in Manila. October 11th, NBC airs the first episode of Saturday Night Live. George Carlin is the first host. Fantastic. Billy Preston and Janice Ian, the first musical guest. What a show huh? to start off. October 21st, 1975, World Series. 
The Boston Red Sox defeat the Cincinnati Reds in Game 6 off Carlton Fisk's 12th inning home run to cap off what many consider to be the worst, the worst, the best World Series game ever played. My brain wanted to say best, my eyes saw world, and I made it worst, when actually it is the best World Series game ever played. October 31st, Queen single Bohemian Rhapsody is released. It later becomes one of their most popular songs, of course. November. November. November what? November 11th, Angola becomes independent from Portugal and civil war erupts. November 12th, the Comoros joins the UN. November 14th, Madrid Accords, Spain abandons Western Sahara. November 6th, the Group of Six, or G6, Industrialized Nations, is formed. November 16th also marks the beginning of the Third Cod War, not Cold War, Cod War, between UK and Iceland, which lasts until June 1976. November 20th, former California Governor Ronald Reagan enters a race for the Republican presidential nomination, challenging incumbent President Gerald Ford. November 22nd, Juan Carlos is declared King of Spain following the death of dictator Francisco Franco. He would reign until his abdication in 2014. 25th of November, Suriname gains independence from the Kingdom of the Netherlands. The following day, the cult classic movie, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, is released in the U.S. And you know, I've never actually uh, seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. And now we move on to the final month of 1975, December 1975. Let's see what we learn about here. December 8th, New York City is approved for bailout of $2.3 billion each year through 1978, $6.9 billion total. December 25th, so Christmas Day, the heavy metal band Iron Maiden is formed by Steve Harris in London. And we're going to finish it there because the other stuff is kind of gruesome. Uh, let's go through some famous births of 1975. Just read a few here and there. January 1st, Sonali Beandre, Indian actress. On that same day, Alichiro Oda, Japanese manga artist, is born. Dak Shepard is born on January 2nd. I'm surprised that Jack Dax Shepard was born in 1975. He looks younger than that. Bradley Cooper was born on January 5th. Jason King, British radio DJ and presenter, born on January 6th. And on the exact same day, Yukana Nogami, Japanese voice actress, is born on that same day. Matteo Renzi, 56th Prime Minister of Italy, born January 11th. 
on January 14th, or excuse me, January 24th, Paul Marazzi, English singer, was born. Uh, January 29th, Sarah Gilbert, American actress, was born. February 1st, Big Boy, American rapper, is born. February 11th, Jacques Vaughn, American basketball player, is born. On the 14th of February, Malik Zidi, French actor, was born. Drew Barrymore, born February 22nd. March 4th, American professional golfer Jared Turner is born. Roy McKay, Dutch footballer, born March 9th. Eva Longoria, American actress, March 15th. Brian Greasy, American football player, March 18th. Or, yeah, 18th. Vivian Tsu, Taiwanese singer, actress, and model, alongside Ling Jingyi, Chinese swimmer, were both born March 19th. Mark Williams, Welsh professional snooker player, born March 21st. We move on to April. Zach Braff, April 6th, American actor. Tiki Barber, American April 7th, American football player. Robbie Fowler, British footballer, April 9th. J.C.J. Anderson, Canadian snowboarder, born April 13th. April 23rd, Olga Kern, Russian pianist. Moving on to May. May 2nd, David Beckham, English footballer. Very next day, Christina Hendricks, American actress, was born, as well as Kimora Lee Simmons, American fashion designer. Enrique Iglesias, Spanish singer, born May 8th. Peter Ewers, Swedish rock bassist, born May 15th. Scottish snooker player John Higgins, born on May 18th. I actually know a John Higgins, not related to that John Higgins. Miriam Quimbao, Filipina actress, May 20th. Harriet Tumper, Estonian actress, born May 25th, along with Keiko Fujimori, Peruvian politician, who I believe is either the current president of Peru or or comes from that lineage of Peruvian presidents. Karen Strassman, American actress and voice artist, born June 5th. Russell Brand and Angelina Jolie were actually born the day before, on June 4th. June 18th, Warren San Louis, Canadian hockey player. Toby Maguire, American actor, born June 27th, alongside Timote Moleni, Tongan footballer. In July, we have 50 Cent, born July 6th, obviously American rapper. Richard Arkless, Scottish politician, born July 7th. July 14th, Floor Zoe, Dutch photographer, is born. July 20th, Ray Allen, American basketball player, was born as well. July 23rd, Surya, Indian actor. August. 
Jason Crump, Australian motorcycle speedway rider, born on the 4th of August. Casey Affleck, born on the 12th, American actor and film director. Rodrigo Santoro, born on August 22nd. On the 31st of August, you had Sarah Mears, American actress born. We move on to September. September 3rd, Redfoo, American disc jockey. I actually had a chance to meet Redfoo. Not the most pleasant. September 13th, Peter Ho, American Taiwanese singer and actor. Shannon Knoll, Australian singer, September 16th. Juan Pablo Montoya, Montoya, Colombian race car driver, excellent race car driver, born September 17th. Funny enough, Jimmy Johnson was born that exact same day, that exact year. So you have Jimmy Johnson and Juan Pablo Montoya both born at the exact same day, the exact same year. Coincidence? Probably. September 30th, Marianne Cotillard, French actress, singer, songwriter, and musician. October 30th, or October 30th, October. October 7th, you have Terry Guerin, American professional wrestler born, as well as Kaspar's Notins, Latvian actor. Mike Riley, American cartoonist, born October 22nd. Director X, Canadian music video director, born October 31st. In November, you had Zhang Uying, Chinese footballer, born November 2nd. Lisa Scott Lee, Welsh singer, born on the 5th. Tara Reid, born on November 8th. Aaron Solowinik, Canadian drummer, born November 21st. Now we move on to December, and we will conclude with December. Paula Patton, born December 5th. Sayaka Ohara, Japanese voice actress, born December 6th. Tim Clark, South African golfer, born December 17th. And we'll finish with Ed Stafford, English explorer, explorer born on December 26th. And well, what the heck. The last day, 1975, December 31st, Miko Siren, Finnish drummer, was born. And there you have it. That was the year of 1975. If you're not asleep by now, well, you should be. Try listening a second time. You'll probably find it more boring the second go around. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can always reach the show by emailing hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks, as always, for listening, and take care.